Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app. It's that time of year, y'all. The Chani Holiday Store is live and ready for your gift list. And yes, self-gifting counts too. Shop our bestsellers and holiday exclusives at Chani.com before they sell out. That's C-H-A-N-I dot com. In this episode, we are talking about the astrology of the week of October 23rd. Monday, October 23rd, the sun moves into Scorpio. We are in Scorpio season. Scorpio season is always deep. It's always cathartic. I don't care what. It is a season that will bring us down into the depths. And, you know, for some of us, that's fun. Some of us love this time of year. And it really brings out all of our inner goth girls. So, you know, we can go with that kind of vibe for sure. This week brings us a lunar eclipse along with Scorpio season. So it's not just an ordinary beginning of Scorpio season. It is deep. It is going to bring out a tremendous amount of feeling And that's what Scorpio really does. Yes, it's secretive. Yes, it's mysterious. Yes, it's penetrating. And the point is that it gets down into something that is needing to be unearthed or that has been buried for a very, very long time. So this is how the week kind of plays out. Monday, we move into Scorpio season. So have fun with it. Tuesday, the Sun and Saturn make a trine to each other, which is lovely. It's actually really stabilizing and it's really good for feeling your way into what is going to be satiating long term. And then by Saturday, a lot happens. This weekend is very intense. This weekend feels like it brings about some really important conversations, feels like it is a big reveal of something. It's a full moon. It's a lunar eclipse. It's Scorpio season. There's a lot of secretive energy. There are many reasons to think that by the end of the week, a lot will be revealed and we'll need to have some pretty intense conversations about it. If you were with me last week, we talked about the intense conversations of last week Mostly they were about justice and fairness and being in relationships. These conversations are different this week. They're still intense, but there's something here, especially on Sunday. I know I'm kind of skipping over the eclipse, but I'll come back to it. But there's something here on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, all weekend, that feels really important to pay attention to in terms of what kind of information we're wanting to articulate and what kind of information is better left unsaid, maybe in this moment. These feel like fighting words. On Sunday, Mercury and Mars come together 
in Scorpio. And it's really powerful and really potent. But I just want us to remember how powerful and how potent and how creative our words are, how they have the power to create or destroy. And I think we forget that often. And so this week, it's not like I'm saying don't say the thing, because I don't think that that's what the astrology is saying. It's just saying be very mindful of how deep your words will land. And if you use that wisely, and if you take that power seriously, then that could be incredibly potent and really helpful and very transformative. And it's also the kind of thing where you might say something, and if you're not taking seriously your ability to make an impact, you could find out a long time from now just how deeply the sentiment cut, because that's the feeling of it. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to go that deep, or I didn't mean for it to be that severe. I didn't mean for it to land that way, but it did. It's kind of like a hot knife through butter kind of feeling. It's like our words, our conversations have a tremendous amount of power this week. So I just want us to keep that in mind. I'm not saying don't use it. I'm just saying use it wisely. Because it is a full moon. It is a lunar eclipse. It is the last eclipse of eclipse season. So it's going to pull things out. And the things are going to be emotions, feelings, anything that's been kind of hidden in the depths. It's Scorpio season, right? So it's it's about what's hiding there in the shadow and what is lethal if we're not consciously aware of it. If we're not consciously aware of our power, it's going to be destructive. Now, the thing about this lunar eclipse is that it's an eclipse in Taurus. Now, the moon loves to be in Taurus. It's a lunar eclipse. So we're talking about the moon being eclipsed. So the moon is well situated here. So it can handle a little bit of eclipse energy. It's better resourced to do so. And not only is the moon in a good situation by sign, it's also sitting with Jupiter, which is very helpful and for a lot of reasons, a really good signature. But it's an eclipse. So we know something is up. We know that the energy source that we would like to rely on is going to be unstable. And it is an eclipse near the north node. The north node is actually in Aries now, but it's near enough that it's still an eclipse. So it's going to be kicking up some energy that feels, again, unstable and voracious, like our appetite will be stirred. So I don't know about you, but full moons, just regular full moons usually take me out. Every month, I'm like, it's not going to do it. This month, I'm going to be so slept and hydrated and happy and whatever. And every month, I'm just like, it's like something, you know, came and took me over. So if you're just normally impacted by the full moon, then the eclipse, the lunar eclipse will definitely be that plus a little bit. If you're not usually impacted by a full moon, then you could go through this without really noticing it. To be honest, this might be an eclipse that you do or do not feel. That's true for all of the astrology. But, you know, I just want to say that, that this might not be something that personally lands for you in a massive way. 
And the astrologer in me is like, but we've been in this story for a little while. We've been in this Taurus eclipse story for a moment since November of 2021. And this is the last eclipse that we're having in Taurus. So we're closing up a chapter. We are saying like, okay, this is it. This is the last one. Now we've done the thing. We have gotten the full story. This is the last chapter in the book of Taurus eclipses near the North Node. After this eclipse, we're going to close that book and put it on the shelf. And we won't revisit Taurus eclipses near the North Node for like a couple of decades. So there is this other thing where I'm like, yeah, but it's a big wrap up of something in your chart. That's for sure. So if you want to know more about that, I go into great detail about it in your weekly reading in the Chani app, which you can download for Android or iPhone if you're listening to this on your podcast channel or on YouTube. And there's that piece of it. And then you you can think about where it's happening in your chart, what it means, what that house means, the house of your chart that this eclipse is happening in. And then you might just notice in life, in your life in general, there's something coming to a close, coming something coming to a peak and then also a close, a kind of wrap up. So I will say this eclipse is a little bit more resource because it's happening in Taurus. It's happening by Jupiter. So, you know, like that's really helpful. And Taurus loves to be stable and steady. So that's really helpful. It is a full moon and it is an eclipse. So I don't expect anything to be stable and steady. But, you know, I just want to lay it all out there. And the other piece is that Mars is sitting in opposition to this eclipse. Mars is in Scorpio, the sign opposite of Taurus. So part of this is, again, the feeling of secrecy and going deep into something because there's so many things in Scorpio right now and the ruler of Scorpio Mars is there. So again, the Scorpio themes, depth, death, and intensity, penetrating down to the truth of something, mystery, things that are hidden, things that are revealed. That's also very eclipsy kind of in nature. All of those are really heightened and highlighted. And Because Mars is opposing the eclipse, it does feel like there's an added type of tension here that is very conflict adept. Like if there's going to be something that's going to poke around and create a little bit of drama, this eclipse is like, yeah, sure, why not? There's a way that Mars is working right now or it's reflecting something in the sky that there's something kind of covert that is happening behind the scenes and this eclipse could reveal it. Now, I don't mean to sound paranoid, but these are the motifs of this eclipse. Also, during the exact eclipse, Mars makes an opposition to Jupiter and Mercury makes an opposition to Jupiter and Mars and Mercury together. So again, there's a conversation that's happening in a kind of behind the scenes way or in a secretive way that feels like it could erode something. So for whatever that's worth, again, I don't want to make anybody paranoid and it might not land in your personal life at all like that. But I'm kind of like thinking about the world stage in terms of the headlines and whatnot, like what secrets are coming to light around this time? What was buried or what did they try to bury that is now coming to light? What is happening right now that feels also like tense and a little contentious? 
but not necessarily above board. So in terms of like our personal life, like what do I do with that information? I would just, again, take our power seriously. And I would be patient when saying the things that need to be said. So I would wait for the right time to say it. Often, I'm the kind of person that just wants to get it over with and get it done and say the thing and I don't care. And, you know, I cause a lot of chaos when I do that a lot of times. Sometimes it it works. Sometimes it helps to get things out in the open as quickly as possible. Absolutely. But in this kind of situation, it feels like either we're in situations where folks might not be quite above board or there's a need to be exceptionally strategic about what we say, when we say it, and how. Like, you know, those principles. Is this appropriate to say? Do I need to say it now? Is it helpful to say? Is it thoughtful? Is it gracious? Is it generous? Does this need to be said now? And then, you know, like I said in the beginning, for some of you, this will be a moment of such incredible potency in terms of what it is you're saying, what it is you're coming into contact with, the information that we're getting. And I do feel like eclipses always do reveal something here that normally would be hidden. So it does feel like it's coming through the information. It is an eclipse in Taurus, so... It's going to get us to focus on our bodies and our well-being. It's a full moon. So if you're like me, you're going to want to take extra care anyways. I say this often. I'll keep saying it. I don't watch eclipses. I'm not interested. They're not like good omens. They're not like bad things. They're just about shadow. And they are about a moment of unstable energy or our energy source is getting tripped up. So I don't like absorbing that. That's not my thing. But you do you. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do, but it's not my deal to go and watch eclipses. I think you'll find a lot of astrologers also won't do that. So just a little FYI, you can make up your own mind, as always, with everything. And, you know, next week we have Samhain, we have Halloween, we have Day of the Dead, we have the time of year where we're thinking about being in between the realms, right? We're thinking about death, life, and everything in between, and hopefully paying some honor and homage to ancestors and and to those that came before and to those that got us here now. So we're in this kind of more liminal space, especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. So we want to always... I think reverent in the dark, you know, like really honoring the dark and honoring its potency and its power and its creative abilities and its healing power too. And I think eclipses are a good time to kind of do what the luminaries are doing, which is to go dark for a moment and to sink deeply into what it is we need. And Especially with this eclipse and this setup, because it feels a little extra caustic with Mars involved, it's a good time to think like a scorpion. A scorpion will sit in the shadows forever waiting for the right time to do its business, to strike, to get fed, 
The scorpion's not out there waving its stinger around, being like, hey, guys, I could kill you. No, it's silent about it. It's kind of respectful about it. And so thinking about your power, the power your words have, the power that you have as an individual, and being deeply respectful of it and mindful about how you work with your energy, given the fact that this is the astrology it's eclipse season. It's the last eclipse in Taurus. We're wrapping something up. And then if you celebrate any of the festivals that help us to honor our ancestors or those that have passed on, then we also want to be really respectful of the ways in which we use our energy to do that too. So that's the read for this week. Come back next week and we'll talk about Samhain. We'll talk about Halloween. We'll talk about honoring those that came before us and this really magical turning of the season. Not that the whole season is turning, but that we're in this cross-quarter day. We're in, in between the last equinox and the next solstice. Thank you all so much for leaving us reviews in the App Store. I wanted to leave you with this one. It's called Wind Beneath My Wings. I signed up for the free trial that was offered until a bit before mid-August because I wanted to see if this was an app worth investing in. I've been listening to the weekly podcasts on Spotify and YouTube. There's so much more in the app that was more personal and very creepily in a good way, so on point. Channy, thank you so much for using your gift for good. I'm so excited for my next chapter in life. And with this app, I believe it will be easier to navigate and motivate my heart and soul to continue on this life journey. Looking forward to continuing using this app. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Blessings. All right, y'all. Sending you lots of love. We don't do rituals on eclipses at the Chani app. We do not do anything that's trying to harness the energy. We just let eclipses happen. We take good care of ourselves, take a bath, do a little ritual cleansing, put put things down for a moment and let the eclipse just like roll through. Bye for now. <laughs>